Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spinner Rack. I'm here with my boy Petey. Say what is up, Petey. What's going on? Hey, today we're gonna to be discussing um Petey, you you have a better way of putting it down. Let's hear what, what you gotta say. Well, in our growing up, we are not officially part of hip hop culture, but we are the audience. We were the audience to the early stages of hip hop and we watched it. Now it is known as a culture. And at the same time, people would look at this culture and they would complain about Hot 97 and the radio and the media and all this other stuff. And now with oh, now with the um, thing that artists are moving to movies, and TV and other outlets like podcasts, they're taking the culture and furthering it on, connecting with people and building making it even bigger but at the same time we have you know shows like we have great like npr has a great podcast there's many great podcasts out there but the biggest ones now is all right hold on don't go anywhere so with these we have the biggest ones are like drink champs right now with um, Nori and um, DJFN, and there's also the uh, In My Expert Opinion podcast with Matt Hoffa and his crew of um, very talented interviewers. But as they go along, Joe what? Joe, Joe Budden, of course. Well, Joe Budden is more like he's the personality of his team. In my opinion, Joe, Joe Budden has been doing um, internet stuff since um, since the internet started, since YouTube was out, and he did a lot of great stuff, but it was more about him. So it wasn't about the culture, it was about, and which he's a personality, any personality should find a way to, um, you know, make money off of that. So I don't think a look at him as doing like a historical podcast like um, Flip the Script and stuff like that, which is another popular one, but they also do a lot of gangster stuff. But as these guys have gone on, they are becoming bigger than the actual culture. And then when at the same time, the same thing that happened to Hot 97, where Hot 97 was bringing in old school artists, they had like Molly doing the show, they had all these people bringing in there, anyone could come on there from from um, classic artists from the real golden era, which is 70s and 80s, when the golden era now is the 90s for some strange reason. But um, because some some people said, huh, like that sort of thing, they'd wanna, I don't like the Knicks. Everywhere we go, this is my ultimate point in doing this, this public service announcement. Anytime we get to hip hop, everyone's trying to figure a way to complain about stuff. Like on my opinion, DJ Clark Kent said hip hop changed with Rakim. It didn't actually change with Rakim. He just was one of the best artists that came out around 85. But you had G Rap was out then. You had so many people. You had um, Just Ice, LL. You had so many people. Slick Rick was already out there before then. So you had so many talents. But it's changing, it's taking hip hop and it's making it into let's not talk about the old guys because they're old and played out like we felt they were in the 80s which i secretly in my mind i didn't let things get played out i just always want to get it on tape and every time someone would hear an old song they're like oh that's played out 
And it's like, no, I don't have it. So I need it on my tapes. So that's the way it is. But ultimately now um, we have a, a situation where, um, what's the name, Fat Joe and one of his former artists that was on his label, Cuban Link, uh, now have had this beef that's going on since um, Big Pun died. We had this thing that's been going on for a long time between the two of them. It's not a thing where Cuban's holding on. It's a thing where Joe is holding the beef and Cuban is also talking about it too. And this also leads to the past between Pun and, and Fat Joe and, and Pun's family and Fat Joe. And that thing has been dealt with legally, but on the podcast, no one's really calling Joe to task about the things that happened with Pun's family and or with Cuban. Wait, wait, hold on. I don't, I, you're going on here. So we're first saying Cuban link, and then you move on to Joe's family. Oh, Pun's family? Yeah, I did. I did add that in there. They're going to come into this. Let's just stick to one before we go to the other. Okay, okay. guys? All right? Because, you know, I think we, what, what happened with Pun's family is a pattern. What's up with um, Cuban link? Let's, let's well, Cuban this. link and Fat Joe got into a fight, right? They got into a fight way back in the day. It wasn't um, Cuban said that Fat Joe didn't want him as an artist anymore. So he was like, okay. And they he he dropped them and they went to Atlantic. But then the album never got to come out. People heard some songs of it. They wanted it, it has had collabos that people wanted to hear, but somehow it never happened. And then they had this moment where they had a fight, where they had a fight. Cuban tells the story of, of Joe hitting him, him hitting the floor, him getting it up, him, you know, putting hands on Joe, him getting cut, them almost getting no fight later. And then them not having a piece, but at the same time, I think at that last point, um, Joe did say he didn't mean for him to get cut. That's not what he wanted him to get cut. So and that was the last thing they really had publicly together. And ultimately Cuban has just been on Basically, trying to do music on his own and doing podcasts. So we've been kind of. Um, well, how do we find out about Cuban's point of view? Was he on Nori's podcast? Nope. He was, on, uh, he was on a bunch. He's on this one that's called Panda Chop. Recently, he was on uh, Flip the Script. He's done a bunch of different interviews with different people. I think it's on MREC. I think he's been on MREC too and on um, possibly on Doggy Diamonds. I'd have to look that up, but I think he's on Doggy Diamonds. There are other, those are some of the other podcasts that's out there. So now that we're here, we got you up to speed. No, that's the song, okay. We cannot supposed to play that. But we're gonna get to um, what Nori recently said, because Nori's connected to um, Fat Joe. So Wait a second. wasn't Cuban Link um, a part of the uh, Terror Squad? Exactly, yes. Right. I mean, wasn't he part? Wasn't he down with um, with um, Fat Joe, or was it? Was he down with Big Pun? He was down more with um, with uh, Big Pun, but at the same time, hold on, let's get out of this. Well, they've been having brief for almost twenty years, then. Yeah. So basically, um, they, you know, Pun and and Cuban Link were together when they saw Fat Joe in the Bronx. So they basically went up to um, Joe and freestyle. It was more pun than Cuban Link. And they, I think, you know, pun, freestyle, I think Cuban did also. Joe said that, hey, I just want, um, you know, I just want, um, I want um, um, big pun. But what's the name? Cuban, uh, fed, um, pun kept um, asking Cuban to come out. So one of the first shows he did 
he was about to come out and Fat Joe was like, why are you here? And then he's about to go home and then um, and then Pun said, no, he said, it's okay now, it's okay. So he was kind of just being his roadie and he got like a couple dollars. And ultimately, one of the tricks that, um, that a Big Pun did was, Big Pun actually put um, Cuban on a song with the Beat Nuts off the books. So he slipped them in there. So he did it like a feature. So, and, and the hard part is that he followed Big Pun. And Big Pun did a classic rhyme and somehow um, Cuban followed and it, caught, it got buzzed too. So then Fat Joe wanted both of them. And the Terror Squad saw, I mean, they will, I guess, I think that's when Fat Joe was kind of with it, but these guys are kind of already kind of Terror Squad. So Terror Squad became this big thing. And then um, we lost Pun, and then that's when it all kind of fell apart. So. Or uh, between Cuban Link and um, and thing. But like, let's bring it up more to a more recent time, isn't it? I, I think didn't um, Cuban Link question Joe Street Cred or say he was like a snitch or something years ago? No, it was recent. Recently, he said that he got information from someone and it seemed factual so he put it out there that he had this person said he had paperwork and then of course that seemed like it wasn't real paperwork so basically a lot of people called um cuban into question so that's the first time um cuban had done something where people felt he was the problem so they were like i mean yeah no one was really on his side but then with the paperwork thing they were kind of like oh see um cuban is uh, is is not the real one joe's a real one. Oh no you got the book look you got the book of jose you go so we know where this is going we go i was trying to talk about bias but look at this guy he's got the book of jose so i'm saying is it is it the fact that he was he's you know he's come out and now he's trying to sabotage him no no that's the thing he didn't he he's done his interviews but he kind of he didn't move on but if people asked him about it he would talk about it that this book is coming from <laughs> this book is coming recently when the paperwork happened it was a little ways before this so it wasn't connected where he was trying to bring the paperwork when the book was happening i just recently found out that he was doing all that but hey you know uh, you can draw your conclusions you can draw your conclusion right uh, as you were saying so um so basically I guess I can't play this for too long because I'm getting, it's going to get um, bounced. So I can just give you a quick, have him following, and I'm going to stop it as quick as I can before we get in trouble. But um, see this? Here we go. I can't get the. Here it is. There we go. So there we go. You got Cuban there. Let's get out of that. Right? So he, he somehow followed Pun and survived the survived the song. Had some buzz. And then next thing you know, we go into the Panda, what's it? The well, it's called Panda Chop. They've been doing a lot of interviews with Cuban. They've been asking people questions. They've been answering questions on their their site. Obviously, there's a chance I'm going to have to chop that um, that song, but um, we'll see what stays. 
So here it is. This is Panda Chop. They put it all together so you can get it all into one place, right? And here we go. A lot of people have seen the Drink Champs interview with Fat Joe where he briefly spoke about Cuban Link and wondered why Cuban Link has never been on Drink Champs. In this recent clip, Nori finally addresses why he can never interview Cuban. Man, I wrote a clip. With no disrespect, like I could never ever even think about interviewing Cuban Link, right? Right. Because Same of my thing. relationship with Fat Joe. Right. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's no disrespect to him. I have no beef. I have no quarrel. But I'm with Joe. It's just, just and, simple. And, then and I, I, on another note, I can't interview Rick Greek because of the same thing. I don't know if My relationship is. with Buster is too crazy. He's told me. So in that situation, if I was to have either of those two brothers on, I would be wrong. Right. But that's personal. Right. Wrong as a friend. As media. Really. As media. He's gonna say some stuff that um, Mars isn't gonna let want to hear. So get to the, this guy, Matt Hoffa. <laughs> Matt Hoffa also shared yeah. the same sentiment, stating as much as he loved Cuban's music back in the days, he couldn't be affiliated. For me, there are certain things that that you know, like okay, you know, my my moral standard couldn't allow somebody who presented fake paperwork on someone right. to come on the platform. Just reckless, and if you came on the platform, you said something reckless. Like I, I would, I would be responsible for that because right. I already saw it. No, no, no. Give me some Cuban pun. Like I, I love those guys back in the days, but right. when you see certain things, it's like you gotta stand, bro. So, so to I me, wish you never did that because now it's like. So y'all, let me know what y'all. All right, so this is a great podcast. They have many clips. They interviewed Cuban, so you can go to their site. And listen to all of his. He's a very fun interview. He's got a lot of energy. Um, he's also, I think they, well, some of his songs that he's been doing, which the bars are still there. It's crazy. So, um, but that's what I'm about. I'm well, hold about- on a second. Let's, let's, let's oh, get God. back. So, I mean, was he, is he, has he been banned from the industry? He's been blackballed. His album is on the shelf that he made after the Winter Squad. That's not coming out. He's got some music. We'll see how far that goes, but it sounds, I mean, they're playing and it sounds pretty good. It's like, um, got one song that has a lot of Tupac in it, but, um, you know, we'll see if he can catch a buzz on through the internet. But, um, ultimately the hard part is, is with Nori, this is a platform for an artist, his show, um, my expert opinion, these are platforms for hip hop artists to make it. And if they're saying no, and obviously. He already got, you know, he has no, he he had a friendship with Angie Martinez. Now he doesn't, and he doesn't even have any beef with her. So just because of Joe, so he can't get on Hot ninety seven. So there's only the luck of the draw if he he gets a buzz off of the internet. But um, as of right now, a lot of artists did it big without being on Hot ninety seven. You got all those southern rappers who came out. A lot of people don't though. At the same time, it's it's a it's it's not a it's not a sure thing that you just put your music on the internet and you blow up. Good point. Good point. But I'm just saying, my feelings on this is that um, has to put them on. No, no, he doesn't. You don't have to put anybody on. That's right, because it's his show. But I'm saying to you like this. Nori came, let's put the picture up of these guys, right? I'm not asking, I don't expect anything from, um, who's that guy? Oh, I got the picture up still. Uh, I don't expect anything from, uh, who's that guy? 
I don't expect anything from Joe Buttons. Joe Buttons is a personality. He's he can do whatever he wants. He's done everything. Obviously, he lets you know his podcast is about what he's interested in. Yes. Um, yes. Lori is about. He said his podcast is about giving the artists flowers when they can smell them, right? Okay. His thing about giving them their flowers, right? Because all of the new artists, they're getting their accolades, but the older artists, he also talks about artists getting a pension, all that. And he also, he also would talk about, is there a thing called blackball? Because him, he himself said he went through that because of the shootings at Hot 97 and not being able to get on the radio anymore or go to the radio station for a while, right? right. So when he initially came out, it was about hip hop. And I'm all for that. But anytime you see something for the culture, it kind of changes because Hot 97 was for the culture. And then it became exclusionary, listening to whatever, like Jay-Z said, to keep people out. Like they, they wouldn't play Nas's um, Stillmatic freestyle or Ether. They had to be forced into it. So it's like you had this thing that's supposed to be home of hip hop culture and they exclude stuff, which I am not for at all. Like back in the day, you have beef, but still BLS plays um, The Bridge is Over. Um, I, well, Red Alert doesn't play, never played Duck Alert, the insult thing, but you know, I get it. But so he said it was for the flowers, right? So soon after that, he had Kanye on there because he's being there for Kanye. He said, hey, I'm a journalist. I'm going to put, I, I, you know, I'm doing this journalism. He had Kanye on. He didn't accept it as, hey, I just asked him questions. He said all the craziness is not me. Go attack him. He apologized for everything Kanye said. When he could have easily, as a friend, edited it out. Edited out all the stuff that would get him in trouble. Because he said regular party stuff, talked about girls, that sort of thing. They could have edited out. Got, they don't like to edit. But then he went Why? and what? Yeah, I mean, he, he said he must have gotten his permission to say it. So he's like, yo, put it up. He, can apologize. he apologized for it. That's not journalism. Outside of you, if he says something, thing. Look, he's not a journalism. He's an opinion guy. Okay. And the fact of the matter is, it's his show. He's close. He's, I am not finished. At least he's honest. I am not finished. I got to interject a little bit. I'm not me. finished yet. I'm just saying my three points. You're saying your artists need their flowers. That's what he said his platform for us. Then he said he was a journalist. And now he's saying, I have to side with my people, right? When he's already said, when he's shown that he could be friends with Fat Joe and, um, no, sorry, not Fat Joe, with, um, with Ja Rule and 50 Cent separately, right? He can have people from G-Unit and he can have Ja Rule on there. Right, and they could talk about their thing and the point that he wanted them to bring up their own issues. Right. So in my sorry to cutting you off, I just want to say that it's hip hop. They immediately turn into Hot 97, where Hot 97 was a, a environment for all hip hop and now it's for whatever was popular, whatever's making this money. And that's what these guys have become. They be, I mean Math Hoffa has to do what he's doing, right? He's trying to make it, but he ran into a recent with Jay Hood. This guy was with the locks. He ran into where the, where the locks was very upset with what Jay Hood said. So it's like, but he was like, "Hey, I'm a podcaster. I'm just I, they just say what they say." I, and then someone else said he said, "Hey, you street guy, you shouldn't have had this guy on there." And he's like, he had I think um who's that guy? Um, 
um, Troy Ave. And the guy was saying, you shouldn't have had him on your street guy. He said, no, I'm not. I'm a civilian. And now he's like, because his thing is he can't have Cuban link on because of whatever. Like, no, you, it's what you said. It is an opinion thing. Just say you're not going to do it. Just be, I mean, I, you can't be honest on these things. But I mean, in my opinion, <laughs> I think, I think that, um, I don't know. I think the, the, these artists, there's so many artists have had struggles trying to find their way. And, he, and, you know, Nori had the platform for it, but now Nori wants credit for the term giving someone their flowers when he didn't create that. He might have made it popping, but I mean, it's like the hip hop thing to be like, oh, you know, we took, you know, we took the, the herb thing from, from Burger King, but we made it popping type of thing. So, no. What were you going to say? What, you, what was your attack on me going to be? I didn't attack you, bro. All I said is just a sit show. And I think that people have the, have the, have the right to change their mind. He's not a journalist. He may say he's a journalist, but he, of course, is suspect. We, have, we know what journalists are. And, and he's in the story because he's close to Fat Joe. I mean, I'm, was he, is Noy an original member of Terror Squad? No, right? He's just affiliated. He's a close friend of puns. Right. And that's that, that's led to the other thing to say what you know that it's hard to say because once they started going at um cuban cuban brought up that um that um they were trying to get pun's son a deal as a kid like the little romeo type of thing and they had something in play the first thing they had to play the only problem was was that ben, benzino's son was in it and Eminem crushed any like any Benzino stuff. He just crushed it, so they couldn't do that. But they were gonna do is, hey, we're gonna do a song. Nori, can you do a song with um with um Pun Son? And he 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 um declined. So it's kind of like you know. Right, but you see, that's him putting himself part of the story. And this is what I'm trying to say. If you're part of the story, then you're not a journalist. And he's close to a big. He's close to um Bad Joe. And so, therefore, Cuban Link. The, Cuban Link has other uh, uh, other outlets, and I mean, the whole thing that you're saying that he was blackballed. I'm not denying it. You know, in those days, you know, there, there's a lot of power, but it's been 20 years, right? It's been 20 years since the whole breakup, basically. And you know, Big Pun just almost came out 20 with a years, book. almost. Big Pun, Black um, Joe just came out with a book. <laughs> right? You know, he was at the Apollo. It was really good. You know, he had mad artists come out to. To stand up for him, you know, classic guys, you know, Buster Rhymes was there, um, you know, it was mad heads out there, and it's like people are going to be friends with who they're going to be with, you know, those two clearly didn't connect, they didn't connect, and 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 him saying what he's saying, and that you know, and I'm not, and I'm not validating nor am I denying what he says. What he feels is what he feels, you know. What I'm trying to say what happened to him. I got no no problems with that, but the fact of the matter is, is that it's been 20 years. You know, you, how many years are you going to say that 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 uh, what you call is 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 oppressing him? I mean, Jesus. Oh, that's the thing. The point of it, the why I came here to say something about it now is that um, Cuban Link has said nothing about Nori or or Math Hoffa. So why would you enter something that's been something Fat Joe has said on his own and something that that Cuban has said on own? So it's a beef that the two of them continue, but Fat Joe's success. So you say to the person who's not the success, why don't you just stop? 
where Fat Joe was saying he's still talking about Pun's family, right? So it's like they're not talking about him. He's still saying his narrative. So Joe says his narrative about Cuban. Cuban says when they ask him, he's like, when people ask me, I tell them what happened. I tell them the fight. I tell them what happened, and that's what that's what goes on. He's not going in there. And of course, this came up now, so it's, it fueled them all again. But if if Nori had not said anything, you know, because um, I guess people have been asking. <laughs> it just came out. People have been asking about Cuban because he has a bunch of other interviews. And the problem is, is that when there's people that are on, no, you're right. I, I keep going. It's his show. So if he has on, he had, he, he likes, who's that guy? Irv Gotti. And maybe he has the guy who used to work with him, Mike Geronimo. He's on um, Irv's side. He's going to question Mike Geronimo saying you should have just ran with Irv. He's going to do what his people were close to what his people are. But he's also shown that, hey, if I have someone that talks reckless, I'm going to just let them talk. And that's what all these podcasters do. But, you know, I think they're just, I think it's wrong for them to kind of just kick somebody while they're down. I don't think it's a thing where Cuban is going in and saying, he's not saying, well, he did respond to them, but at the same time, he was not kicking them saying that they, you know, you know, um, he's not insulting them. And whereas they're kind of like, well, not not Nori, but Nori shouldn't have said anything. He's in a power mode where he can just ignore him. He, he's not he's not helping. So why not just stay out of it? You know, you want to be neutral? Don't say nothing about it. Um, I agree I with you that. I mean, it, it is, you know, I agree with you that. But clearly he felt he had to say something. He Clearly he felt a certain way because he bad Joe and stuff like that. Um, I mean, you're going to rock with who you're going to rock with, you know? He's not, again, I go back to it. He's not like a full journalist. He's not like somebody we would see at night and, and, and watch the TV on. He's not, so. Well, I, then that's the thing I'm saying. When you hear something is for the culture, that means it's either for free or it could just, all just in general, just be some BS. Because the... I don't think it's BS if it's going on this long and they're still bringing it up. Well, not the two of them. I'm just saying, like, this this content that people say is for the culture and that, this, that, and the other. I think you just have to watch yourself from becoming what led, like, what led Nori to be not in the industry for a while, having to do reggaeton. Like, you got to turn, you become, you become Manimal Farm. You become someone who... I was oppressed, I was struggling, I was struggling with the industry. Now you are the industry. You're the one who's picking, choosing, deciding who's in there. And um, that's where, that's my last bit to say that. It's like, if you become Animal Farm and we're seeing it on television where you become Hot 97, that's, that's the crime that I struggle with. Whereas they'll say the radio is this. You just want a purity of, of thought. You basically are like, yo, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna have this platform, and you're letting people on, and you've done it in the past, let it rock. That's basically what you're saying. I'm saying, I'm yeah. saying he's a human being and he's fallible, and human beings, because of their fallibility, will go. I don't out. want another hot ninety-seven. We had podcasts, and I get to hear different things. Yes, I have to go to different podcasts to get different information, but at the same time, you know, um, if you have a favorite podcast. 
and you have someone that's entertaining like Cuban, it would be funny to see him on that thing, on that podcast. It'd be funny to see him and let him say what he has to say on the other. Those are good. Like he was good on the on Flip the Script. He's entertaining and he's talented. You know, like the thing of it is, is that he had, you know, he's next to two top guys in Fat Joe and Big Fun, and he still, you know, he still had his own, you know, he had some some ability, which is he didn't and, and they didn't give him the lane or space to, to to break out. Like you say, yo, he sounds pretty good, you know. So his lyrics are there. It's just, you know, he just never had the opportunity. And like you just said, that the possibility that he um he got blackballed, right? That's called that. And so that was a waste of years where he could have been letting things out, you know. But um, didn't he get like some crazy contract at one point? I yeah, yeah, he got a decent contract, and he oh, out. somebody thought he could do it. So the question is, why didn't he? Yeah. Um. Well, this it's is not like someone closing down a venue. Uh, what's the name? Was saying. I remember Machine Gun Kelly was saying that uh, Eminem had, you know, had certain venues closed down for him because you know. He had dissed him. He's like, nah, this guy ain't working in these venues. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. Eminem, Machine Gun Kelly is two different levels, bro. But clearly, you know, people get called out. And they don't really like being called out. You know? I don't want it to be totally altruistic. I'm just saying, just, I like the way NPR is. Just do the NPR? Play. Yeah. Did you just say NPR? Well, they have radio for hip hop. They had a hip hop oh. podcast. NPR, no. First of all, the politics there is wild. But number two is they have Ali Shamid Muhammad doing a podcast on there. Like we use the thing of it is the problem. Well, no, like you had who is it? I mean, I can't say that because Combat Jack had a podcast and it was very entertaining. But they did one of the. I mean, they would do stuff for comedy. They would insult artists and then they would back off from their insults type of thing. So it's like, but they did it how people growing up would like hip hop. And that's kind of, I know that that can leave you to start dissing artists, which I'm saying a lot of old school artists and older artists, it's too easy to be, you know, to do that to them. But anyway, that's it. Let's close this out. Let, let Mario get some rest here. Mars, bro. Mars, get some rest. You know, look, all I'm just saying is that it's his show, you can do what the hell he wants to do. Long, long story short. All right? So good luck with um, with that with Nori. And, uh, do good what you luck want. with Nori? Yeah, he don't Nori. need no luck. Yo, Nori's bad success. Yo, dude, the fact that his, 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 his podcast has blown up so much, mad respect for him. You know, mad respect for a button for blazing the, the, the trail. And bad respect for all those jumping on. I was just seeing something about something called Ghetto Kitchen or something like that out in the Bronx where they they uh, they review food from the Bronx. And I was like, yo, these guys all got, I mean, podcast has been around for a little bit, but, you know, the fact that you got guys like Budden and, and Drink Champs doing their business, I think it's given, and seeing that there's money to be made has given a lot of people a space. And, 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 and podcasting is a pretty low, low barrier entry type of um thing so i mean I, that to me i find impressive you know cuban link needs to start his own podcast and start working his way you know his regular um, probably, probably i don't know long. he's a better guest than a podcast he's someone to be interviewed so he's very like he is very hyper like it's to be someone that you know is 
you know, not as like, he's probably younger than me, but you know, probably in his forties and got the energy of a twenty-year-old. Like he's like some of those things hilarious. So I, I don't know if he has his, and he's he jumps around a lot, so he gets everything in at once. So it's kind of I don't know if he can just jump and start doing a podcast. And I think Nori did his sort of he did his um, journalism class in jail, so you know he got a little something on his back to do that. Uh, well, that's good. And what about you? you we keep forgetting there's somebody else also who hosts a show, right? DJ what EFN or something like that. EFN, yes, we didn't. Um, the thing of it, EFN, who's is, also Cuban, by the way. There we go. Yes, so, EFN so. is. I think no, well, because Cuban said that. Someone from the Dream Champs did call him up, and then he called back. and said, "What's up with that? You guys want me want me to do the show?" And he's like, "Oh no, that's when first she's not with us anymore. It was just a contractor, and they just it was by mistake type of deal." So, <laughs> yeah, that's so wrong. That yeah, is yeah. So wrong. <laughs> that is so wrong. Yeah, so they called him out, and then all of a sudden realized they made a mistake. <laughs> oh my god. That Joe, that Joe he, they probably asked him, "Can we have him on the show?" And he's like, "No, you can't. Y'all, y'all do that. Can't do but, that." You know, Fat Joe. Or, you know, Put Fat a Joe. On that, Put a kibosh on it. I said, Yo, <laughs> yeah, everyone, all these gangsters <laughs> went to the podcast game. Fat Joe was doing one for a little while. Um, you no, know. Fat Joe is mad entertaining when he talks. But I'm telling you, he's like, I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. That's time. You know, it's. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I just don't, you know. There's things that we can't escape as far as, you know, I don't know. He, he's well, a you know what happens? Like, what happened to the Cuban link? Like they say, you come after the king. <laughs> oh! See Fat Joe, but he did. So, wow. Again, not sure if it's real, if it's legit or not legit. The point is, I know Cuban link feels it a particular way, but, you know, also Fat Joe feels a way. So he feels that, you know, you're coming after the king. So he's doing what he has to do. Yeah. All right, so I'm trying to say for hip hop and for the you don't want it just to be um, who's that guy? You want to give them the flowers. Don't just give the ones that I'm giving my friends the flowers. Like you isn't know. that the parent? Isn't that this is no? Good. It's about him. Go to the show. Go to the show. They call only their friends. Yo, on stage, come on. Yo, yo, you, yo, come on, come on. That's what they doing. Bring your friends on to start the show to get you off the ground, which is what he did. And then now that you're a big podcast, you get to pull in. But it's like, what was it? He's had like Amber Rose on there twice. You know, he's brought up, made up. Why movies. not? I, I agree, but at the same time, people are commenting and it's like, that ain't old school hip hop. Why, <laughs> why is Amber Kanye, Kanye ain't old school hip hop, so hey. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I think I mean, if he wants to do, he can go down the list. Dre and Michelle. Yeah. And keep on going. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's a it's a thing where we, you know, if I if I call them on being not going going too new. You can say that he's just been always been pulling the people that he knows. He just doesn't have or, or things that he and EFN, FN. I don't know. EFN. Don't call him the, the, the. Don't call him the drink. The effing vodka. Don't do that. That's all the rappers come on there like he's a nobody. Yeah, effing. Yeah, effing. And then once he's gonna, I'm gonna kill these rappers. <laughs> so as long as he's not doing anything, as long as those rappers ain't doing anything in three hundred five, they good, right? 
Yeah, maybe so. But right. let's let's close this out. Um, I'm here for hip hop culture, and we're too negative. We're too critical. We're still going to kids in us where we say music is played out. And that's how we lost a lot of classic artists. We can find up our reasons why we don't listen to these guys anymore, but we'll celebrate one person as in rock him. We have many talents that have been in here, written and not written, performed songs, great performers, hip hop artists that need their, truly need their flowers. So let's get out there and support them and not just say who's, who's hot, who's not, why I didn't like this guy anymore. All that stuff as a kid is over. We have all these old school artists that we need to support. The LLs out there signing them up for, um, um, what's it? I think it's, it's um, get some Rock the Bells things that they can have a piece of. So that's it. Four Mars goes to sleep on me again. Um, we're closing it out. Close it out, sir. Spin a rack. Out.